All right, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Girl. This episode is called Surviving Your Yes. I think that that title is self-explanatory. I'm not going to be discussing this topic by myself. I feel like I open up every episode and I say the same thing. I probably need to work on that and change that. But my sister all the way from Barbados is here. I'm going to tell you guys, the enemy fought hard for us to do this episode. And so I'm so glad that even though there was a back and forth, we're able to really sit down and talk. Well, let me let her introduce herself and then we'll jump into the rest of it. Well, hi guys. I am Jalicia. I'm from Barbados. Um, this is a beautiful island. We're only 166 square feet, you know, but I'm a part of the kingdom. And as we know, that's extensive. That is worldwide. That is universal. Um, I am a pretty easygoing person. I love the Lord. And I just believe that my purpose is to teach surrender to God to my generation. I'm not married. I'm single. I don't have any children. Um, and I'm not much in height either. What else should I say about myself? That's just about it. Passionate about the Lord. And I love people. And ultimately, I I don't even think it, I don't find it strange that the Lord would have said to me, would have revealed to me that my purpose is to actually teach people how to surrender to him. Because as ultimately my life and yeah that that's that's that just makes me up that's what i'm passionate about and so i hope that even as we are talking about surviving your yes that ultimately what you would come into the awareness of and the understanding of is that once you say yes to god you are you you're never wrong for saying yes to god that's what i want you know to come forth tonight well Okay, so guys, this was perfect. And this is really the doing of God because originally we had a different topic that we were going to talk about. And it wasn't until when we were talking a little bit before uh, this recording where we settled on the idea of surviving your yes, because I didn't even realize I had an idea of what um, Jalicia's ministry was about. But specifically talking about that surrender, let me tell you something. I'm not a pro. <laughs> I'm not a pro, you know, at surrendering. So yeah. I'm so glad that somebody who is really big on helping assist people in the body to yeah. walk in complete surrender. I, yeah. I it makes sense that God would pair us together so that we could work on this topic of surviving your yes. Yes. Um, and so the first thing I did, obviously, I do it like many episodes, was look up you know, various definitions of yes. Um, yeah. One is called used to give an affirmative response. Um, it basically means it's an exclamation asked at the end of a statement to indicate the expectation of agreement, expressing contradiction of a negative statement used as a response to someone addressing one or Otherwise, trying to attract one's attention, using a question uh, uh, as a remark or ask for more detail about it. And that's actually the definition that I'm going to settle on because that was the one that resonated the most with me. And I'm going to repeat it again. Yes, use to question a remark or ask for more detail about it. You know, there's a lot of times I'm sure you've heard that like meaning or that saying that no is a complete sentence. Yeah, I would love to think that yes is a complete sentence. But one thing that I found out walking with God, even though I say yes, I'm like, I come back. I'm like, I'm going to need some more detail about that. And yeah. I think it's so funny to me that that is literally like a definition 
in the dictionary about yes. Yes, to yes. Use that a is question, true. a remark, or to ask more detail about it. So, Alicia, <laughs> as someone whose ministry is really about um, encouraging people to completely surrender to God, where do mm -hmm. we start with this whole surviving your yes? Well, honestly, I, I love, let me just go back to how you started. Um, yes, we were going to talk about something else. And then this topic just resonated so much more with what I'm doing um, now, because I feel like I should tell people that even though this has been my lifestyle, you know, surrendering to God, I've always had that heart posture, the thinking, um, because when I... When my mother had me at 16, what she did with me is that she dedicated me to God. Um, and throughout my life, people will always be like, oh, well, this Jesus thing and this God thing seems very easy for you. And then my mom would always drill in my head, you do not belong to you. So I kind of was indoctrinated, for lack of a better word, you know, to surrender from a very You didn't young have age. no choice. You didn't have no, no choice from the beginning. It was a deal between God and your mama. Okay, so this makes more sense. To me. <laughs> yes, it was a deal between God and my mother. But I but but this is where the plot twist happens. No, it's so sweet. And this is actually the first time I'm talking about this glory. <laughs> um, my mom was like, I dedicated you to God. Like you have no say in your life, you know. And growing up as a teenager, you know, you're maturing and it's like, I'm really upset about this because I can see that I have no say in my life. Um, and it's like, you have this, she made a covenant with God and that's not your covenant as yet, you know. But at the end of the day, it's almost like being born to royalty. Come on. And you don't really want to be this. You didn't ask for this, but that is what you are. You, you've been born into royalty. So you, you either surrender <laughs> or you're going to live weird. And really and truly, you're not going to fit in because at the end of the day, that's not who you really are. So throughout my life now, I'm rebelling and I'm like, oh my God, I don't like this. Like, no, I want to do my own thing. But the hand of God was on my life. And so I reached the point where I had to make a decision because I had experienced enough in the world. I'd had enough brokenness and I've already seen for myself that the way that I was raised and the things that was in the word of God was actually true. So I said, you know what? I can pick sense from nonsense. I'm at the age of maturity to know right from wrong. No, I want God. I want this God. So now I'm trying to establish my own covenant with him. I'm like, I'm already covenanted with you. I'm a covenanted child, but I need to understand what a covenant really is. And I also need to understand what it, what it means to walk and to live in covenant with you. And I want people to know from the time you decide, it's like you get saved, but then you need to decide to completely surrender to God. And that's when you come into covenant with him. It's going to get sweet. <laughs> um, so you're saved. And I would say, honestly, when you give your life to the Lord and you're baptized and all of that, you now need to understand who God is. And this is where it gets a little sticky for people because you don't really have that 
understanding of who God is. Yeah. You need to you, you need to understand his ways. You need to understand his character. You know, the word of God says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. Like we come into the revelation of the truth because we have the word. We come into the revelation of the light because we've received salvation. But we often triple when we have to come into the revelation of Jesus the way because his way means you got to surrender because it's it's almost like you are living in the world but you're not of the world and now you have to understand this new way of living this the, the systems the principles the kingdom you have to learn that and on and and I find that it's not easy for that to marinate in our minds until we say you know what God I'm going to surrender. So when you give your life to the Lord, you understand his character. You get to know his nature and all of that. And it's almost like when you get a job, this is the best way to put it. When you get a job and you're going through that probation period and that probation period is not only for your employer, but it's also for you to know, okay, do I like here? Will I stay here? Is this really it? So that's how I kind of see it. And that's the best way I can explain it. When you give your life to the Lord, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm getting to know you, God, because really and truly surrender takes time. It's a journey. It's a process. So I give my life to you, but there's still certain components to me that I am not ready to give up as yet, you know, because I am not fully aware of who this God is. I'm still getting to know him and you can't really know him full, fully because it, it, it's a growing process. It, it comes in stages. You know, you get to know him as you continue to walk with him, as you continue to experience him. So you're in that probation stage, just you and God, <laughs> and you're getting to know him. You're liking him. You're like, okay, yeah, like we're going through this. You know, I understand that. All right, God, I love you. You love me and all of that. And then you always reach this moment. And this is why I love your podcast and what you're doing here. You're talking about, you're, you're, you're allowing women to release the confessions the things that they don't talk about the experiences that they would have on their journeys with God that they usually wouldn't share so this is what happens now as you continue to grow with God there's a lot of things that you're going to come into you know the word of God talks about strong meat is for the mature so I like to say when you get to know the way, when you get to know the character and the nature and all of that with God, like, yeah, that's that's the milk. You know, that's the sweet time. You know, God is there. He's showing that he loves you. You know, he's coming through for you. Your prayers are getting answered like that. But the moment you start to grow and it's like, okay, Jalicia, <laughs> we got to get serious now. You have work to do for me. The baby stage is over. It's time for you to complete it, to surrender to the way that I have for you, the path that I have for you, the purpose that I have for you. And then that's when things get a little rocky and you're like, okay, hold up. <laughs> hold up. We went from getting my prayers answered in a minute to know me praying for weeks and months about one thing and not seeing it come through. What's happening here? I thought that things were going to get sweeter once I fully made, when I, once I made the decision to fully surrender to you. I thought that things were going to get sweeter when I said yes to the purpose when I said yes to the call that you have on my life but no truth in fact that's when that that's when God takes you on that journey to fully understand his way how he does things and I remember before we came on this live we were actually talking on this podcast sorry we were actually talking about 
What happens when you get prophetic words on your life and it's almost like they're not coming to pass? You know, you you there are there are moments in your walk with God where you're going to feel like, wow, like, have you forgotten me? And it's so interesting because and I have to be real, like before I came on this call with you, like I was praying and crying my eyes out before God because I was like, Lord, I literally thought all my life that I was the prodigal daughter. Because I had my rebellious moments and I was like, I'm tired of this. I'm not yielding. Mm. I can't get this done. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. And I'm going back out in the world. Listen, I thought that I was a prodigal daughter. No, I wasn't. I'm actually the son that was home all the time. Yeah, don't let me get started. I always say that, that I'm the son. I've, I, I've always said that. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but I'm a, I'm a second that. That is hilarious to me. Please. Yeah. I was crying because i say god i am the son that was home that no one ever threw a party for you didn't throw you're not trying to party for me but all you're saying to me is all that i have is yours because this is a heart posture you know mm. and it's like my heart has always been there with God. I've always desired God. I got the infilling of the Holy Spirit at a very young age. Like I've always been open to the things of God. Again, I was a thief. I had no choice. You know, um, but I've always also been very open to the things of God. And I always felt like, God, I can't get this do. Like I don't understand. Like, oh my God, like what are you doing? Like this is so hard. So I would always have those moments as well. And I would go back out. But as I was crying, I was like, Lord, I just feel like you're doing things for everybody else. Let's expose that. Because though I'm called to this, I still feel the things that my generation feels and that people feel. But because I understand the covenant that I have and what I represent, it keeps me. And that's why I want people to come into the understanding of as well. So I was like, Lord, this is hard. Like, oh my gosh, like you are not coming through. Like, how can I be talking about surrender to you? And I feel like you're not doing anything for me. I feel like you're not coming through. Like I'm hearing all of these amazing prophetic words over my life. Oh, you're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to be successful. You're going to have the marriage. You're going to have the children. Your life is going to be great. You cannot have this anointing and this grace on your life and not be prosperous. All of that. But really and truly, I feel like you have brought me to nothing. And you know, this is really the sweet part here because this is how it is in the kingdom. And this is what we don't talk about. We no. don't tell people that when you come to God, the way that you are promoted in the kingdom is by going down first. Because God got to get all of that junk and all of that mess out of you. And he's not releasing kingdom finances to you unless he can trust you. We don't tell people these things. We don't tell them that when you say yes to God, you actually become top of the hit list for the enemy. And he is going to make sure that he throws everything at you because of your yes. We don't tell people that trusting God is a process, is a journey. Seeing the manifestation of the word of God, even though it does not return onto God void, is a process and is a journey. We have. I find that we don't position people's minds right 
to the way of God because his way is not like the world. When the world is doing things quick, God is telling you, sit down and wait because I got to prune you. I got to refine you. I got to fashion you into the virgin that you need to be because the world has thrown so many things at you. So I can't just release you into what I have for you. So you have to go through the journey and the process of surrender. Girl, yes. you gave a mouthful. See, see, I see. I like working with people with you because it makes my job very easy. You see, I didn't have to ask any questions or nothing. You basically answered everything I was getting ready to ask. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I want to touch on something that you said that I thought was really important when it talks about like the beginning stages of your faith, that wooing yeah. stage, that honeymoon stage. It, it also it reminds me of a relationship. Um, it's like, you know, when you first meet the person, you don't know everything about them. You just know what they've been showing you, what's in front of them. And it's enough to keep you going so that you can kind of see if things get a little rough down the road or we know things are not going to be rosy every day. Because of the things you have shown me that I see about you in this honeymoon state, it gives me enough faith to keep going. So yeah. I feel like during these times like we talked about, which is not like the most popular topics, um, you know, a lot of believers want to talk about, we want to talk about being blessed. We want to talk about breakthrough, but nobody really wants to talk about some of those harder seasons, those silent seasons, yeah. those seasons where yeah. you're not, it's not that all the prayers are not getting answered, but the ones that really mean a lot to you, it seems like there's a link. It seems like there's a little bit of a hindrance there, but I love it because just like a relationship, even in these seasons, I can't help but to go back and be like, you show me who you were. I know what I experienced with you. It's enough to keep me going, even though it doesn't feel good every day. But is there anything else that you wanted to say to end this or wrap this conversation up? Oh, okay. Well, I love what you said. And I think that's a beautiful note to end it on in terms of holding on to the experiences and the encounters that you would have already had with God. So that's something that I would say that keeps you as you begin to grow and as you recognize that, okay, this surrendering thing is a little harder than I thought. It's harder than I expected. You got to understand that you're growing and you're coming into the fullness as well, because the surrender is not only about you to God, but about who God really wants you to be. You know, you're coming into the fullness of who he has created you to be. And that initially, initially is a process as well too. So in times when the storm feels insurmountable and it just feels like if you're just going through you got to understand that that discomfort those battles those situations are working for your good that's the time when you pull on the word and the character of god that you would have learned and that you would have fed upon in your beginning stages and your beginning walk with God. So I really want you to know that that's how you survive your yes at every stage of your of your yes. It is always reflecting on the character of God because it cannot change. It is who he is. You know, he is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he needs to repent. It is who he is. So if he's been good to you in one season, he's absolutely going to be good to you yeah. in your other seasons. So it doesn't matter what stage you go through, what situation you go through, what stage you're at, God remains the same. And I just want to say that surrender absolutely is a hard thing. You got to make up in your heart that this is the way for you. And what I love to tell people, and I will end it on this, 
Life in God is a guarantee. It's the only thing that you can absolutely say in life that is a guarantee. And that's God. Because his word can't return onto him void. And he already says that the flowers will fade and the grass will wither, but his word remains the same. And there's not many, there's not many things in life that we can say is a guarantee. Our jobs aren't guaranteed. You know, our, our, our relationships aren't guaranteed. You know, unless they're rooted in Christ, the only thing that is a guarantee is Christ. So, yes. Well, with that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Girl. Welcome to season two. Um, the season is called Surviving. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, share with somebody that you really think would find this episode beneficial. Don't just keep it to yourself and make sure that you tune in for next time.